Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to. Oh, Lord, I cannot talk. (laughs) Anyway, first things first, I just want to say that we are on part four, which is the last part of the series on how to sell your offers. And girl, I know I was supposed to give this to you last week, but listen, my sister surprised me and came into town and, you know, your girl just like was on summer vibes and it, you know, it's a thing. But anyway, we are now on part four of the series on how to sell your offers. And, uh, I'm super excited because we're done with the series and I've had fun. Like I really had fun scripting out these, uh, episodes and really thinking about exactly what I wanted to share in this series. And it's been a vibe. I've been getting so much feedback, even with those episodes that were a little bit challenging to hear because your girl could not figure out the audio, which I still don't know what I'm doing with this audio, but we're gonna make it do what it do, right? Anyway, today I want to dive a little bit deeper into one section that I talked about in part three when I was talking about how to transition from nurturing to getting into a sales conversation. So today I want to talk about how to pitch people and it's probably not what you think. And so I really want to dive more into this because I feel like a lot of times we talk about, you know, sell your offers, you know, make sure that you create an offer and then sell it. Talk about your offer a bunch, but like nobody ever really talks about how to really pitch and talk about the offer. And honestly, that's where things go wrong, right? When we're talking in the DMs to people, or even when we're on a sales call, I notice that a lot of people really struggle with pitching the offer, like actually selling the offer. So, you know, sales is made up of a lot of different parts, right? There are a lot of different, you know, times that we're kind of soft selling our offer, but there comes a point where you just have to say, hey, here's the offer. Are you in or are you out? Right. And so that's what I'm going to talk about today. So when it comes to pitching, listening is so key. So I talked about this in the last part where I talked about, you know, really make sure that you're nurturing, build that connection, ask, you know, ask to figure out what it is that they may be struggling with or what is their biggest goal so that you can figure out how you're going to tailor your pitch, right? So when it comes to the time where you're saying, hey, this is the offer, you want to make sure that it ties back into the goals, the desires, the needs, the problems that they are having. And this is why listening is so key when when it comes to pitching. One thing that I love to say is that if you are talking a lot on a sales call, then you're you're losing, right? You're probably not going to sign that client because the truth of the matter is, is that we want them to talk more because the more they tell us, the more information they give you, the more you're able to really understand if you can actually serve them, right? Like the worst thing that could ever happen, and trust me, this has happened to me more times than I can count, 
But the worst thing that can happen is that you take on a client and then find out later on that you can't really serve them. And maybe it's not even that you can't serve them, but it's just going to be a lot more work than you thought. And so one rule of thumb for me is that I love it when I get on a sales call and the person is talking more than I am. That should always be the goal, right? Your job is to ask the right questions, especially if you're a coach, right? If you're a coach, your job is to coach people. And as a coach, we're not supposed to tell people what to do. Um, We're not supposed to, you know, just spend all this time talking. We really want to allow our clients to do the talking, right? Allow them to get their own transformation. And you want to set that tone in your sales call or in the DMs with your sales conversations. So you shouldn't be sending paragraph after paragraph after paragraph in the DMs, right? You shouldn't be talking for three minutes straight on a sales call, right? Like that's not the best use of your time and it's not really identifying their needs. So First and foremost, listening is going to be so key when it comes to really pitching your offer because like I said, then you will know how to actually sell your offer. And so when we're talking about pitching, I want I want you to think pitching is basically that moment where you actually sell your offer, when you invite, when you actively invite someone into the offer. This is the sales part that a lot of people freeze on for one reason or another. Like, I mean, even I've frozen on this part, right? I've frozen when it's time for me to actually say like, okay, so this is the offer or this is how I can exactly help you, right? Even I have frozen there. But I will tell you that this is the part that you should not freeze on. This is the part where you should feel the most confident and you're going to feel the most confident when you have listened. When you know everything there is to know, that part is going to just flow out of you because you're going to have this confident assurance that like, oh yeah, I can definitely help you with this. And something, this is like a little side tip, but if I'm talking to someone, if I'm on a sales call or if I'm in the DMs and I can tell that there's just something that's not super aligned, I don't freeze when it's time to pitch. Instead, I pitch someone else or I pitch another option. So I want you to really open yourself up to the idea that, hey, maybe in this moment, the best fit person is not you. And that is okay, right? Because baby, trust and believe when you bless and release somebody, when you let somebody go to somebody else or when you refer someone else or when you you just have that integrity and say, you know what? I don't think that I can serve you in this capacity, or I believe based off what you've told me that you need X, Y, and Z. I promise you they will either one, come back to you later when they, when it is more aligned, when they are a best fit client, right? When they are your MVP, or they will be your biggest source of referrals. I can, I cannot count how many times I've been referred to or sorry, somebody has been referred to me from someone that I didn't even work with. I didn't even work with the person and they are referring people to me. So that integrity, that really sells for you, right? Long-term, but that's kind of a side note. I want to get back to the whole how to um, actually pitch people, right? So like I said, listening is going to be key. The first thing that I want to say is that during your pitch, you don't have to say the price, okay? I find that a lot of people when they're pitching, they get so nervous about having to pitch and say the price. And so I'm going to free you from that right now. Maybe saying the price for you doesn't feel good. Now, what I will say is that you need to practice saying your price with like not no emotion, but like not having your feelings tied into it, right? You need to get used to saying the price of your offer with complete confidence. And one thing that I recommend a lot of people do is look in the mirror and just say the price to yourself or just sit in your room and say the price to yourself. Um, if you guys hear banging, my baby is 
bang on the door. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, you want to practice sell, uh, um, saying the price of your offer, whether you are saying it in your pitch or not. But I want to free you. You don't have to actually say the price of your offer during your pitch if it just makes you nervous if it doesn't feel good. So that's thing number one. I rarely actually say the price of my offer during the initial pitch. So when I'm first talking about the offer, I don't really jump into the price of it because I just want to see if after I've pitched, do you feel like it's a good fit for you, right? Because maybe after I explain what it is or after I, you know, invite you into it, maybe you're just like, mm, this is not quite what I wanted, right? And then in that case, the price really don't matter because you weren't interested in the first place. Um, now, I don't get on sales calls with people that are not interested, but when I was in that season of my business, I'm just like, okay, you know, it doesn't matter for me to tell you the price if you're not even interested in the actual offer. And inside Becoming CEO um, and inside my one-on-one coaching containers, I really do help you qualify leads. So you don't have to worry about getting on a call with someone that isn't actually interested in your offer. So at the end of the day, you shouldn't even be getting on a call. You shouldn't be, you know, going back and forth in the DMs with someone that is not actively interested in your offer. If they're not interested, there's no point in even getting to this point of actually pitching them. But Going back to this whole concept of like, how are we pitching people? So like I said, you don't have to say the price. I rarely say the price in that initial pitch because a lot of times it doesn't always flow. But here's the thing that I will say. Sometimes, um, well, okay. Uh, let me like kind of round that out. The other reason why I don't always say the price is because going back to the whole concept of qualifying leads, which I probably need to do an episode on that, like how to qualify leads. Um, but going back to that, people should already know the price anyway, right? Or they should have a, you know, uh, rough estimate of what the price of your offer is, right? So by the time they're getting on the call, it's not even that deep for you to have to like embed the price into your pitch. And the only reason why I'm really talking a lot about price is because this, like saying the price is what you Usually makes or breaks people in their sales calls. It's the number one thing whenever I'm reviewing sales calls because inside becoming CEO, I will review sales calls. You can you can submit your sales call and I will listen to it and I'll you know watch it, give you feedback, all those things. The number one place, well, I'm not gonna say number one, it's like the number two place that I see people like completely just bomb their call is when it's time to say the price. And so this is why I want to encourage you that if it just doesn't feel natural, if you're not able to confidently say your price, do not include your price in your initial pitch. So when you're giving them that, that, you know, really strong, this is the first call to action. I'm telling you about my program. I'm telling you about my services or whatever. If it's not confident, if you don't have it where it's just like, oh yeah, this is the price, the price is the price. If you don't have that energy about it yet, baby skip it like don't like don't tell them the price right there wait for them to ask you because they're gonna ask right people are gonna ask what the price is if you don't tell it and so at that point then it becomes easier to say it because then you can say now you're saying it in response to something right you're not having to you know perfectly curate it and make sure it fits inside that sales pitch portion so uh anyway I'm saying all that to say because I really want people to not butcher that part of your sales conversation. You can leave that out, okay? So now, that being said, now we've set the tone for what does not have to be in the pitch. And I mean, listen, I hope that really frees somebody today because I get it. I get how nerve-wracking it can be to tell someone that your program is $4,000, that your um, you know, your services are $1,500 or $2,500 a month, right? I get it, you know? Even, even now, I've been a photographer for five years, six years, something like that. Anyway, even now, sometimes like I, right before I have to say the price of some of my, um, some of my wedding 
offers and stuff, I still sometimes have like a, ooh, okay, you know, because I'm getting up there in price, right? I'm getting to that $6,000, $7,000, $8,000 range. And so, you know, I'm even having to practice that part of my pitch, practice that part of, okay, at what point am I going to talk about the price? Am I making sure that I've set things up beforehand so that it's not as awkward for me to say the price? Or, you know, they're just so clear on the price that it's not even a, a question when we get on the call, right? Or whatever. So, I just really want to free you from this whole price idea because I will say like this is the number one place that I'm like, yep, this is where you lost the client. This is where things kind of broke down because when you don't come with that confidence, when you don't come with that assurance when it comes to speaking about the price of your offer, that is when they lose confidence in you. So that being said, right now that we've said all this, the most important thing you can do when it comes to pitching is get permission. I talked about this in the last um, in the last episode where I talked about you know how to transition from having like just a typical conversation, nurturing them to having a sales conversation. But I really want to emphasize again, the importance of permission, because besides, you know, that confidence that you have just in navigating the conversation, the confidence in talking about your price, you really want to make sure that you get permission to go into your pitch. So one thing that I love to do, and like, I always think of this is two P's, permission and pitch, right? That's how we do it. You get your permission and then you pitch. It can be it, it can be simple, right? It can really be simple. I, you know, in, in the DMs, a lot of times I'll say something like, or even on a call, right? It doesn't matter. In the DMs or on a call, I'll say something to the effect of like, okay, you know, I, I really enjoy connecting with you, hearing about you and your business, your goals, all those kind of things. Like this, this is if I'm, you know, trying to, um, if I'm having a sales conversation about coaching, right? So, you know, after I say that, I'm like, you know, especially talking about whatever, right? I'm making sure that I'm incorporating parts of the conversation that we've talked about, right? Incorporating you know, that the fact and letting them know that, hey, I'm listening to you. I hear you, you know, and I'm here to truly support you because I am right at the end of the day. I really do mean everything I say. And if I don't guess what? I'm not going to say it. Point blank, period. We should not be doing sales calls. We should not have, be having sales conversations with people and lying, right? Or not meaning what we say or just saying something so that we can sound the client. It's not worth it because at the end of the day, they're going to find out, right? They're going to find out and now you have a bad experience or you have a bad client on your hands and it's not even their fault. It's your fault for how you set the tone for the relationship. And so, you know, basically in this you know, I just say like, okay, I love connecting with you. This has been so amazing. I've loved learning about your business, especially this, this, that, and the third. I feel like I can help you in these areas, bring it into reality, right? So a lot of times people will, you know, let's just say you're a service provider. A lot of times people will tell you this is their goal, right? So like just recently I had a client who uh, was coming to me for brand photography and one of her goals was she was getting ready to relaunch her offers. And so as a result of that, she wanted visuals that would match that. So when we were talking, I was just like, you know what? I, I love everything that your brand does, everything that you stand for. This has been so amazing just connecting with you. Um, and what I said to her, I, th- I said something to the effect of like, I have just loved learning more about what it is that you do. And I think that it's so unique. And I know that I can help you specifically in bringing to life the visual aspect of your offers, right? Period. Like that right there just brought it all full, all, all the way, you know, home. Because at that point she realized that I understood, one, I understood her brand, but two, I understood that what she needed these images for and what these images needed to do, right? They needed to visually show what her new offers were. They needed to sell her new offers, right? And then after that, I said, would you be willing to hear more about how I can support you? 
that was exactly how I like got that permission, right? Would you be interested in hearing more about how I can support you? And she was just like, yeah, of course, I would love to hear that. And then at that point, what can I do? I can pitch the offer because I got the permission, right? I got her buy-in and I let her know first and foremost that I listened to you, but I also got the permission. So now when we start, when I start talking about the offer, you don't feel awkward. You don't feel like, dang, this came out of left field or even not even that it came out of left field, but it's like, oh, so now we're talking about money, you know, because that's like, that's what people start to think. Let's be honest people start to think when you start talking about your offers people start to get a little sweaty people start to get a little nervous because now we're talking about the money now we're talking about how much this is going to cost them because let's be real it always comes back down to the money and while you know I have philosophies on overcoming, uh, you know, overcoming objections and other people have different things and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, it comes back to dollars and cents. It comes back to is the money that I'm investing going to be reciprocated in value? That is what people care about. And so this part of the conversation can get a little messy when you just jump straight into the pitch, which is why it's so important to get that permission piece. Um, Another thing that I've said, like when I'm on a call, especially when I'm like wrapping up whatever, you know, questions or whatever that's going on, I'll say something like, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing all this, especially, you know, uh, whatever. Like I'll, I'll insert something that they shared with me that I know is a main point that I can support them with. And so I'll say, you know, thank you so much for sharing this, especially this part. Um, I know I can support you with this transformation, right? I know I can support you with reaching, you know, uh, with, with working less, right? With working 20 hours per week, or I can, you know, support you with setting up systems and frameworks, whatever it is, right? You want to insert that transformation, that desire that you know that they want because they told you, right? Insert that there, insert that there, and then just say, are you ready to hear how I can support you? Period right? That is getting the permission. And that is going to unlock so much for you because what we're trying to do is get micro conversions. We're trying to get people to say yes, right? Say yes, say yes, say yes. You want them to say yes to continuing the conversation. You want them to say yes, that this, that what you said, or sorry, that you understood what they said, right? So sometimes I'll repeat back something that someone said. And the whole point of that is so that I can get them to start saying yes, right? So I can get them to start seeing the bigger picture, to seeing the vision. And this is just also to make sure that we're on the right, like we're on the same page. Because if I'm a yes and you're a yes, that means that we're a dream team, honey. Let's get to work, right? That is, that's the whole goal here. So you really want to start with getting that permission. Now, I, I'm sharing this. You know, I actually have inside Becoming CEO, I'm building out a sales call framework um, for all my clients. Whenever it's time to do sales calls, I have this outline that I'm like, okay, here's how we navigate a sales call. Here's how we, you know... Um, do the, not not the onboarding form, but what is it? The qualification process, right? I have a whole process for this and I'm currently building out the entire framework inside becoming CEO. That way it's visual. You can print it out. You can look at it, whatever, whenever you have a call. So um, inside there, I really break these things down and I do this with every single client inside there because I really want you to get good at having sales conversations in the DMs or getting on sales calls. I literally have like a 92% close rate on sales calls period. Like I know if we get on a call, you're my client. Like I'm not even worried about it. And if you're not my client today, you will definitely be my client within the next, 
90 days. Like that's just, I'm, I, I have that utmost confidence. And I would, I would go to say probably 90% of my clients have the exact same results. Like we are beasts at sales calls. We are really good at having sales conversations. And it's because we really do stick to having a framework, but most importantly, we're listening and we're selling with integrity point blank period. There is no no middle ground here. Like everything we do, every way we sell, every tactic we sell, every, every just every every part of the selling process is clean, and that is intentional. Um, now, anyway, like I said, that's inside becoming CEO. You also get access to me. Um, I will review your sales calls and give you feedback. Like, there's so much that I do with sales calls, or even with sales conversations. Like I've had some of the ladies inside there screenshot, like, "Hey, this is what's been said. What do I do next? Right? What do I say next?" And we go through and we all create options and I, you know, say, okay, message this back, blah, 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 right? Or, hey, this was good, but add this on. So you have all that support inside becoming CEO. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of get your wheels turning and kind of get you started on understanding what the pitch process looks like, okay? So most importantly, we're getting that permission because like I said, we're trying to get that, those micro conversions. We're trying to get our first big yes towards working with you because once they give you permission to keep talking about your offer at that point, like that is, that's one of the biggest yeses you can get because some people won't want to go to the next step. And, and that's okay, right? It's okay if someone says, you know what, I actually don't have time. Usually that's a no, right? Or, you know, I actually don't think this is like a good fit for me or whatever. That's fine, right? We just want to get them saying yes if it's a yes or no if it's a no. And that's fine too. So now that you have permission to sell the offer, I try to keep it short, but I give like three kind of main points or I kind of follow three main points when it comes to my pitch. So first and foremost, I start with my value proposition and my transformation. So basically I'm just giving the big picture, um, big picture value, right? What's the big picture thing they're going to get from this? And usually this ties into whatever goal that they already said they were looking for, or maybe they mentioned like a desire. So I'll, I'll make sure that I tie that into it so that they can see, okay, this is what makes this offer different. This is the, this is the transformation I'm going to get. And they're very clear on that. Sometimes I might give like a high level framework so they can understand exactly why they want this transformation, right? So depending on how, you know, how our conversation goes will depend on how in depth I go when it comes to the value proposition and transformation. For a lot of people, they don't need all that, right? So for me as a brand photographer, I don't have to go into like every little detail of how my framework and how I do things is different because at the end of the day, based on the conversation, a lot of times I know, okay, you need this exact image or you're looking for these type of images to do what? Right. And at that, and that's all I do. I just, I just speak to that piece. Like, okay, this is what I can provide you with. This is the, and this is how I stand out amongst others. You know, I'm a marketing strategist, so I get it. I understand that your visuals, you want your visuals to sell for you. Right. So you just want to think about what is that thing they're telling you that they want and how does your offer give them that transformation? So talk about that value proposition, that transformation, and then go into tailoring it to their individual needs. Right. So what, what I'll say is that these three things that I'm going to share with you, so the value proposition, tailoring it to their needs, and then lastly, demonstrating your expertise and authority, you're not going to do this in order, right? So you're not going to like, oh, let me start out with the transformation. Then I'm going to tell you, uh, then I'm going to pitch you on your needs. Then I'm going to pitch you on my authority, right? You're not going to go in order with this. It's going to be a conversation, right? You're saying this in a conversation, 
So like I just said, I just mentioned, you know, okay, when it comes to me doing a, a brand session for someone, I might say like, okay, you know, I know that you're looking for images to sell your offer, visuals to sell your offer. And I, um, you know, my process is based off of my experience as a marketing expert. And so I understand the importance of planning out and intentionally planning your graphics, your images and all those kind of things, right? I'm mixing all three of these things together and tailoring it to them, right? Tailoring my pitch to this person. Because at the end of the day, my program promise or my offer promise is that I'm gonna help you create and have high converting images, right, for your business. So, I mean, I could say that, right? I could say that, that's enough, but I'm tailoring the pitch to our conversations and to the needs of the client so I continue on. So this is why program promise and offer promises, um, offer guarantees, things like that are so important because once you have that, you can customize the entire pitch to anyone you're speaking to, right? Based off of what it is that they need. So I want you to think about this when you're thinking about pitching your offer. I want you to think about the value proposition and the transformation. What is that big picture thing you're offering? What is your unique framework, your unique process, things like that? And then I want you to think about how can you tailor that to the individual's needs, right? And this is, again, going to come from the conversation that you've been having, making sure that you're listening, making sure that you're understanding what their challenges are and explaining then how your offer can solve that. And then lastly, I want you to think about how can you demonstrate your expertise or your authority, right? Can you maybe speak to another client that you've done work for? Um, Something that I like to do is, uh, depending on the client, um, as a photographer, I'll show them uh, other work, right? Other work of, you know, people that I've done that are kind of similar, but, you know, a little different. But as a coach, I will also show them like, okay, like, look, you, you can see this case study, or I might talk them through a case study. Um, when I used to do social media management, I used to show them like, hey, this is what client, you know, A experienced at the beginning. This is how it was when we were working together. And this was us at the end, right? So you want to, if, if it's possible, and if you have the time or the capacity to really show them examples or give them examples of the work that you've done with someone else. Now, I will say, there's so much nuance to this, okay? There's so much nuance to pitching your offer, okay? And I know a lot of people like to try to, you know, oh, here's my sales call formula. Here's my this, here's my that, and the third. But what I will say is that it's going to be different depending on who you're talking to. It's going to be different depending on, you know, what it is that you're selling and all those things. It's not going to be just one way to do it. All right, we're featuring Empire now, so I got to cut this short, but uh, I just want to say there's a lot of nuance to going into the pitch, and I don't want to be that person that's, you know, trying to say, oh, if you follow this formula perfectly, you know, you'll nail all your sales calls. It's just not true, right? There are frameworks that you can follow. I have a framework that I, you know, stick to pretty much, but the truth of the matter is, especially as you're selling higher ticket offers, your pitch, your sales conversations how you sell to someone, it's going to be different because every person is unique, right? Every person is coming to you with a different need, a different desire, a different focus, different circumstances. And so because of that, we have to be intentional about just recognizing the nuances to everything, right? And so this, everything that I've shared with you all, you know, every part of how to sell your offers, yes, this is a blueprint that you can follow. But at the end of the day, just remember that when it comes to selling, there's a lot of, I'm not going to say gray area, but just a lot of room for differences, right? And you have to recognize and know and understand that. Um, What are you laughing about, crazy kid? So the last thing that I want to say is that pitching 
coaching is going to happen after you have really nurtured and built the relationship. And this doesn't have to take long, okay? So when I say like, okay, you have to nurture and build a relationship, and I've talked about this in previous episodes where I've talked about (laughs) nurturing and, you know, building the relationship, I don't nurture someone for, you know, months and months and months on end. Now, for some people, yes, you know, I might be having conversations with them for, you know, a couple of months at a time. But actually, truth be told, you can soft pitch someone within a couple of weeks of having a conversation with them. I often will soft pitch somebody, you know, within a couple of weeks of really engaging them in conversations. Now, here's the thing. I usually have... You know, when I pitch someone like a soft pitch in about two weeks, it's usually because we've had multiple conversations within those couple of weeks. So if I've talked to someone four, five, six, seven times, yeah, I'm going to pitch them, right? I'm going to go ahead and not a hard pitch, not a here's my offer, would you, you know, no, but I am going to start transitioning the conversation and then looking for opportunities to either drop my offer just slightly, you know, just so they can kind of, you know, see if they're going to bite, right? Or um, I might just, you know, ask them like, hey, you know, I actually have something that could, you know, I actually have an offer that could support you with this if you'd like to hear about it. I actually have a really good friend. Okay, funny side note story. I have a really good friend that I met just recently inside of a program that I was in and her and I had been talking in the DMs and it was so crazy because I was telling her about just some things that I wanted to do in my business. And then she literally soft pitched me. She was like, oh yeah, I have a workshop that I'm actually doing um, that covers this exact thing. And I was like, girl, for real. And that got us talking and having a sales conversation. And next thing you know, your girl bought her workshop. Like I joined her, her workshop and it was great. It gave me exactly what I needed. Um, she met my needs and everything. And so I'm just saying all this to say, and oh, we had only been talking for like maybe well we were friends so it was a little bit different but we hadn't been talking that long about our businesses specifically right we weren't having business conversations like that you know for maybe longer than probably a month like we probably have been talking for a month and she just like soft pitched me so i'm saying all this to say like you don't have to spend the next 90 days you know engaging with someone and all that kind of stuff before you can pitch them some people you can pitch a lot more um not a lot more, but like a lot sooner. So I will say like, you know, that piece when it comes to pitching, you don't have to wait forever before you actually do it. So um, I think that was everything that I wanted to say. I'm getting a little frazzled because I got the baby that just jumped on me. And this is like very hard to juggle trying to uh, keep one baby sleep and the other one like not falling off the bed. But anyway, uh, that is it for this one. Until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.